fire it up for a Wednesday. Big comeback win last night for your Calgary Flames. 3-2 in overtime over those Coyotes. It's the big show. Russick and Rose Sportsnet 960. The fan live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems. Downtown studio. You're right, Derek Wills, voice of the Flames on Sportsnet 960. Yegor Sharangovich is a hero. As he rescues the Flames from a shootout? I don't know. I was thinking there at the end there, like, they did not want to go to that extra shooter type stuff. Nah. Connor Ingram looked good last oh, night. Oh, he was very good. His ridiculously long shutout streak was busted up by who else but Blake Flippin Coleman. The Texas Tiger. I knew they were going to play Roar after he scored. I had a Did feeling you? they were going to do that. I wish you were here to call that. That would have been, uh, I would have loved that. I was just like, you. I just rolled my eyes. Like, yeah, of I'm, course. I like <laughs> it better than the coal miner song. Yeah, I don't know. I like the coal miner. Do you like the coal miner? Yeah, I love that. Ding, 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 ding. I love that. I, uh, I'm a big proponent ding. of having uh, guys having their own goal songs. Ding. Yeah, the Jets have been doing that. What was that? You, Jets have been doing that a couple of years. Sabres, uh, Jeff Skinner. Everybody loves Jeff Skinner. I think it's because it's the there, theirs musical. is different. They, that's they get to pick their goal song. Yeah. This is the Flames Ops picks one that is like relative to their name and just sends it. Yeah. I don't know if it's vetted by the team, right? Like, hey, are you okay if we do this? Are you okay yeah. with the Texas Tiger? He is the Texas Tiger. <laughs> he was is. a big part of that win last night. Uh, Flames three two in overtime. Over the Coyotes, um, big show Flames analyst Mr. Brent Crom, the Cobra, will be in at eight o'clock to break down this victory. Talk about Dan Vladar's surprising start after Jacob Marstrom is now day to day with a lower body injury, whatever that means. Sure. Um, much like Jack Eichel's lower body surgery. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun email from the Golden Knights yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> he had surgery. So, lower little, lower body. Lower body week to week. Oh. Okay. So what was it? What does that mean? Yeah. Great. Um, yeah. Did Seems... he have a toenail, ingrown toenail cut out? Is that what, what the ingrown surgery was? I don't know. Just uh he just had a slight slight ACL. Nothing too crazy. Yeah, just no, a slight ACL. Just a slight ACL yeah. surgery. He, just he, just he knows. His MCL, ACL, and yeah. PCL replaced. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's week to week. It was just minor. We just replaced his meniscus in both yeah. knees. It Nothing was, crazy. Yeah. He, he'll be back soon. Yeah. Don't fret. Um, but their IR list just continues to grow. William yep. Carlson, Aiden Hill. Uh, Shea Theodore is back now? Oh, no. Woo. Shea Theodore got put on long-term injury oh, reserve. Oh, my. Whoa, the opposite. Yeah, Vegas, you talk about L.A. going down the dumpsters. Vegas with their they injuries. started out so oh. hot. Flames might get a divisional top three spot <laughs> here, guys. Ooh, no. <laughs> Well, the, the, but let's not let's not forget the Kings also got waxed last night. Yeah. five one by the Stars. They've lost like eight of nine. Yeah, well, they stink a, too. A disaster right now. Yeah, like who knows? Flames four wins in a row for the first time, getting over the emotional letdown of not having their dads there. That's what I heard on the post game show. Oh gosh, it's an emotional letdown oh, yeah, of not having I their bet. dads there. There was so much fun, and hey, four wins in a row was four wins in a row. For your Calgary Flames. Um, Maddie and I attended the match last night. Yeah. And uh, you want to talk about two low event periods. Why oh, not? Yeah, like, oh nothing going on. Yeah, like, we, we were like, what ooh, are we doing? This snoozy is, time here, guys. It was. Like, and, the, and the barn was quiet. <laughs> Very nice ceremony for a military appreciation night. Very mm -hmm. nice. Mm -hmm. uh, the anthem singer was yes. incredible. 
Yeah, it was very good. And uh, that pilot, whoo, she's a boss. The one who came on and got introduced. I don't know her name. My apologies. But uh, she was fantastic. Uh, big win for the Calgary Flames last night. 3-2 in overtime. And uh, Nazem Kadri. Man, was he good in that third period. Man, was he flying around the ice. And I hate to say it, but it needs to be said. Oh, well, I don't boy. really hate to say it, what but it needs that? to be said on this show. What are you going to say? They missed Jonathan Huberto last night. <laughs> it needs to be said. On special they missed teams? number 10, Jonathan Huberto last night. Because that lindholm Sharon Govich line, although Sharon scored the overtime winner, that Sharon. line was kind of non-existent last night. And you know why? Because they missed number 10, who's been playing well oh. lately. He has been playing very well lately. Yes. Yeah, he obviously missed yesterday's game with illness, uh, so you'd expect him back pretty quick here. Dylan Dubé got the pop up to the top line there. Uh, Walker Dewar got back into the lineup. We'll get into all that in the morning report as well. But, yeah, it, it was one of those things that they, they weren't as maybe effective as you would have thought, but nobody really was. Like, like we talked about, in the third period, some groups started to pop a little bit more. But I didn't really feel like there was a whole lot going minus maybe the backland line. Like like you said, the Cadre line had some good looks in the third period there for sure. But yeah, it was a little bit of a down night for the Lindholm line, perhaps. Yeah, because they were missing old number ten there. I um I thought Cadre was just flying in that third period. He was hungry. He was hungry for a goal. And credit uh, Martin slash Vashik Pospisil. Pick for that poison. incredible play after he took, and again, uh, Ryan Huska talked about a post game. It takes some, uh, it takes some, y- y- you know, if you skate down the wall in the NHL really fast, sometimes you're going to get plastered. And he did earlier in the game by Matt Dumba by a classic hip check. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. That thing was beautiful. And I like the fact that there wasn't a fight or anything after. It was mm-hmm. just a good, clean, mm-hmm. hard hockey Check and then Pospisil took a number and took it through a pretty hard <laughs> hit against the boards yep. against him later on in the shift. See? That's how I like to see you answer. Right, that guy is not going anywhere. This guy has made a job on this team for just being who he is right now with his pest mentality. Yep. That he's figured can't out. send him to the Wranglers. That, or can't else. send him down, or he's he'll gonna, get claimed. He's going to end up playing some other NHL That movie city. made on the Cadre goal, like holy crap! Yeah, we just flung one down hand, the wing, one handed, one handed, shielded that pass. <laughs> And then Kadri right was just like, right time, Kadri channeled his inner Glenn Anderson. Stick on the ice. Poor Stetch dog. Yeah. Again. <laughs> oh, I wanted to get to that too. Thank you for reminding me. Um, Kadri did the old Glenn Anderson because he used to say about Glenn Anderson of the Oilers. When he goes to that, something's going. Either the puck, the goalie, or him. Oh, It's like, all right. Okay. You guys didn't know that about Glenn Anderson. Uh, uh, that's what they said when I was a kid. So um, you and I. and Codry beat two guys to the front of the net. Yeah, though. and he just stuffed it home. Yeah, no and, like, problem. It was just a yard sale after, and you got to love those types of goals for Nazem Kadri. Um, our, our man, Stetchdog, did play for the Yotes last night, Troy Stetcher. Mm. Big fan of the Stetchdog. Mm. We weren't there for the third period. Could somebody at the game confirm that if there was a video tribute for the Stetch Dog? I don't believe I don't there, think was. there was. No. It was a pretty short stint, but it was memorable. Yeah, it, it was a nice some goals. Week. Maybe GVP can wrangle something by eight thirty. We, we got can, best of, best of Stetch Dog. Yeah, we can cobble together our best Stetch Dog audio from last year. If you could just comb all the shows we did from last season, all every time he got a point. Yeah, Last every year, time we talked through, about him. Every time that we've talked about him, just audio search Stetcher. I wasn't even Stetch a regular Dog. then. 
<laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. When did you take over for Alex? Everything yep, is just Brody melding to together. Like the day after the playoffs. Oh, okay. So Alex was the problem why the Flames weren't doing well. Must have been checks out. Okay. What? No, of course. Yeah, not. because the the turnaround has been so gargantuan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. They've won four in a row. Four in a row. Yeah. Well, hey, they won four in a row. Yeah, it only took them what the entire calendar year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty like, much. What, what are you talking <laughs> about? I was I was thinking we we're gonna hear the spy who loved me. Nobody does it better. And then you have the Stetch Dog doing his highlights of last season. <laughs> I think that would have been good. It would have been fitting. It's like and then he could have stood seconds. up. Like Michael Backlund got his moment for playing the second most games in Flames history. Why couldn't they give Stetch Dog his due? Freeze. He came in and worked hard. I know you're saying that tongue in cheek, but there are people. I like who... Stetch Dog. Yeah, I know you did. There's a lot to like there. There's... I'm half kidding. Seven it's a points bit... in 20 games. See? <laughs> How many goals? Three. Exactly. He has one this year. Exactly. <laughs> He was on pace to score 10 goals for the Calgary Flames. They re-signed him. What it added to this prolific blue line. Stop. <laughs> I missed the stitch dog. They have a fine blue line. Charles. Now, you, you, they do have a fine blue line. You showed me a Sportsnet stats analytic last night that I yeah. don't think any of us believe. <laughs> you, you're doing him so dirty. I know, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't any. I don't think any. And he's a friend of the show. Yeah, he's our boy. He is our boy. But you showed me something at the game last <laughs> night. I'm like, that can't be right. <laughs> it was like that. Who had that 190 mile heronic? Yeah, yeah. The the, when they the said clock the, was the, broke. The, it the was thing, like, like the thing was light speed. <laughs> it was 190 miles an hour. Yeah. The shot. It was the hardest <laughs> shot in the history of humanity. Patrick, why don't you read that analytic? From Sportsnet stats last night. Yeah, I got night. on my computer right that here. That Maddie just thought. Why don't you just read it right there? Flames Mackenzie Weger has the fastest max speed by a defenseman this season per NHL Edge, clocked at twenty three point six one miles per hour. He's Mackenzie Weger, fastest defenseman in the NHL. Yeah, and I let me bring. Yeah. Wasn't, there, wasn't there a stat earlier that Zadorov reached the highest? Yep, yep. it was Zadorov for a little while. A yeah. Yep. So if you think of guys who have lightning speed on the flames. Boom, he's uh, he's about uh, 0.10 clicks faster than Zach Barinsky. Kale McCarr, get out of here. Not even in the top 10. Miro Haskinen, see ya. Beat it. It's the Muffin Man. Who's in the top 10? Uh, Top 10 fastest defenseman. (laughs) Give me me the top 10 fastest defenseman. Mackenzie Wieger, Zach Barinsky, Miro Haskinen, Nick Letty, Andreas Englund. Seth Jones, Nikita Zadorov, Jacob McDonald, Jake Sanderson, Sam Malinsky. Okay. Man, Sam Malinsky's going to get a couple mentions in hour one. But little there, tease for the morning report. <laughs> but there's one man who is the fastest, mm. and that's Mackenzie Weger. The Muffin Man. Yeah. Let flying out there. GVP said. <laughs> he, had, he, he had got a lot of power play time last night. Mm. I didn't know. I didn't love him Listen, on the power was... play yesterday, but he also did not love him on the power play yesterday. He had one giveaway in the neutral zone mm-hmm. that he essentially just decided that was enough of the shift and went right to the bench <laughs> after it like yep. broke his Raz, stick. Just get out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, this is I can't do this right now. Yeah, absolutely. The vibes are immaculate for sure. <laughs> yeah. But he's the fastest skater. Hell yeah. Top th- speed. You think how surprised would he be? Probably a lot. And probably really surprised. He'd be the 10th fastest Actually, forward. No, his teammates would probably be the most surprised if they asked him. 
But they love sh- to rip on each other. Right? I don't believe, yeah, but that's fun. That's <laughs> yeah, in a fun to. way. Yeah, it's a jovial way. Yeah, it's not. There's a difference between ball busting and like when people like want to. And when Nikita Zadorov tells you that nobody tries hard and and we, yeah. <laughs> oh new <laughs> coach, <laughs> new coach here, same attitude. All right, Nikita. <laughs> How's that? It was only positive wives. <laughs> yeah, it was positive vibes. Although Some I like Nikita vibes. Yeah, I like him too. I like that he go out there and play with reckless abandon. Nikita's like Especially that. after the trade request. And it yeah. was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Just like, <laughs> Nikita, the Nikita world, we're just all living in it. Nikita Zadorov's like that guy on your beer league team who thinks he's way better than he actually is. You mean me? Yeah, probably. It's like it's like the guy who, uh, perfect example, on my, on my as, as Brent Cron calls in my broomball team. <laughs> my, Gym class. My ball hockey team. <laughs> We have this player. George's I'm not going to give his name. Weekly but I, gym class. But I call him the EA, <laughs> okay. the extra attacker. Well, There's no reason why he should be running out if we got a delayed penalty or we need a goal, but he's the first one to oh, run yeah, out. Good I'm like, for again, him. hey, the EA is out there. He's got to <laughs> yeah. score us a goal, yeah. and he'll never score. <laughs> Yay. Again, good for him for just having an inflated sense of self. That's yeah. Nikita Zadorov in a nutshell. I'm always the one when we get to a shootout. I'm like, yeah, right here. Right here. And yeah. everyone's like, ah, let's see. No, no, no. No one wants to do it. Okay, I'll just go. And then I just, fine. I just want to do the fake clapper. That's it. Okay. Because you're just a puck off the glass defenseman. I am. Yeah, Shut exactly. Down. Defend the rush. That's Nikita Zadorov. Keep your eyes on the chest. Damn Don't right. let him get around you. Don't open your hips or your sewered. Um, I feel like, uh, listening to Flames talk too, uh-huh. I feel like there's uh, a faction a uh, a divide amongst Calgary Flames fans that so what are you taking a picture of right Nothing. now? Nothing. Just go ahead. Keep doing the show. Okay. All right. So what? Something's going on out there. All right. Keep going. Okay. By the way, uh, it's toasty in here today. Did 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 they finally turn up the heat for us? Like six yeah, days it, after he was up on Monday. Actually, mm. it, was tw- <laughs> it was twenty-two and a half on Monday. Yeah. It's war- well, okay. It was still like minus seventy out. Yeah. Mm. But it's a lot warmer in here today. You feel it today. I feel for Brent Cron when he comes in today later on in the show. This is a joke! Yeah. So, Leave your coat at the office. So I feel like there's a faction. Uh-huh. I feel like there's a divide, a separation oh, okay. between some Flames fans. Okay. Because it's like, good that you won, but make sure you sell everything at the deadline. Uh-huh. Like, I still, I'm in the, I'm in the, in the camp on the side of, I think this is going to be a playoff team. Like, what I've seen, especially since we flipped the calendar, whoever flips calendars anymore, to 2024, I feel like Team 7-2, and two, Jacob Markstrom, although hurt right now, mm-hmm. has been a big reason why this team's been really good. Uh-huh. And last night, what did they do? Fight back on a sleepy Tuesday night in January against the Coyotes. And the team just looks different than they did at the beginning of the season. They're playing with confidence right now. Now, we also know that, you know, two, three games slide and all of a sudden confidence couldn't go out the window and all of a sudden you, you can look at a completely different group, right? But right now, they're red hot. They've won four in a row. We've seen a lot of teams go on different types of streaks, like the team up north. We don't love to talk about it, but 11 in a row, not bad. Yeah. Um, but you look at the other teams, like like I've, I've kind of felt for the last couple of weeks, like since the calendar turned, that Flipped. there's going to be turned flipped whatever mm-hmm. you didn't need to do that uh that there's going to be seven teams that are in the playoffs right now that are still going to be in the playoffs when we get there 
You know, you get the three teams in the Central, the Jets, the Avalanche, and the Stars. I don't think anybody's going anywhere there. Okay. And then in the Pacific, you've got the Golden Knights and the Kings, who, granted, sliding right now, but I think they'll be able to get their stuff together. And the Canucks are going to be really good. They're probably going to win the division, and the Oilers are going to probably end up in the top three there. So, you got one other spot in the wild card. Right now, it's held by the Predators. They're two points up on the Flames. They've got even games played. The Kraken are hanging around as well. But really, does either of those teams really scare you? Like no. I know the Kraken went on a run, but essentially since they've come into the league, that's what they've done. They win Runs. four or five in a row. They lose four or five in a row. And they just lost two in a row now. Bingo. They they just There's no consistency with that group. You knew that the Joey Decord was eventually going to turn back into a pumpkin. This guy is an AHL goaltender for the majority of his career. Played some very good hockey coming out of the A. That's fine. I just... I, I don't see a situation where any one of these other teams just completely escapes the Flames' grasp. So I think mm-hmm. they're going to be fighting around and hanging around in the playoff race for probably the rest of this thing. Like You got the Wild, who are eight points out right now. You got the Blues, who are five points out right now. You got the Coyotes, who are four points out. And all three of those teams have games in hand on the Flames. But, I don't know, not fearing any of those groups, really. Uh, I, I completely agree with you that the door is open. For the Flames here. I'm not saying the Flames are a shoe-in, but I think that they can easily compete with all those groups is kind of the way sure. I'm putting it. Absolutely. And the way this team is playing, mm-hmm. and they're going to get a boost here. Jacob Pelche going to get a shot in the arm, help out the fourth line right away when he gets it in the lineup, that he's going to give a boost to the Calgary Flames right away. Well, and I also wonder about the top nine, because now you've got a legitimate guy that if you want to give someone a bump in-game and say, you're not going, you're getting sat down... Now you've got a legit guy who's played in the top six, in the middle six, that could replace somebody, that can play on either wing. So it just adds another little bit of sense of motivation for the rest of the group, as well as having another guy that you want to see not only this year, but long term. And and yeah, starting him in a fourth line role, that's where I'm expecting him to start and kind of ease him back in. But who knows where he ends up, right? But Someone starts to stumble down the stretch here, and all of a sudden you got another legit guy that I think you could throw in there and, and give a look at some of these other lines. Like they're rolling right now, but he's just another body in there that we know can play in the NHL. So I'm excited to see what that little wrinkle adds to the team as well. And, and he's got a personality that I think is hard to ignore. Um, thank you for the text. You can turn a desk calendar. Thank you. Um, or a Rolodex if you still have one of those on your desk. I didn't think it was a like a really necessary edit on your part, but that's fine. Or like if you're in jail, you turn your calendar and you write another X on a, a day that's passed. Yeah. I don't know. I thought turning we have a, a lot of listeners in okay. jail. I shout out our boys in the house, the big house. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Do they have access to the Sportsnet app? I don't know. Some of them tweet and do social well, they media. Have ra- they have like real radios, like old school radios while they're working in the laundry and in the kitchen and stuff. <laughs> I have no idea, dude. Put on Sportsnet 960. I bet you were big in the prison population. But like, got to catch Big Show. What happened last night yeah. in the Flames game? <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think so. Lawyer effed me, as they say in Shawshank Redemption. Mm-hmm. All right. Sure did. Um, there's something I want to talk about at 7 o'clock. I think you can have it both ways. We'll do that at 7 o'clock. Uh, Dennis Bernstein's going to join us at 7.30. Uh, I, I love Dennis Bernstein. He's got a great silver mane. I love when he comes on and talks hockey. And we're going to ask him, um, how much buyer's remorse do the Kings have on PLD? 
Do you know what else I want to ask him? We can kind of. Is this going to be like a revisionist history segment with Dennis Bernstein? Because as I'm watching Sean Dursey yesterday, yeah, he was good, and I'm watching Brock Faber skeet 30 minutes for the Minnesota Wild. I'm going. Can you imagine if the Kings had held on to both those guys? Yeah. Like Faber was part of the Fiala deal, so you kind of had to make Fiala's that been move. Good though for them, exactly. That's kind of what I'm saying here. Dursey, I believe they just got picks back, and they just had too many right-handed defensemen. With well, good what problem to have. Um, so they ended up moving him. But I don't know. Another thing that I kind of want to look back and think about and kind of revisit because both those guys, I think, have played better than I expected this season. Couple good players. They were good last night. Yeah, and, um, and and he would know them obviously from his time down in LA. Flames were good in the third period, and that was good enough to eco to three two overtime win last night. Um, in, on down at the dome against the Coyotes. What do you got coming up in the old Rose Report? Yeah, we got a breakdown of the Flames game. Obviously, the rest of the NHL games that went down yesterday. GVP's got a Raptors recap for us, and uh, George's favorite three things that are happening at the Australian Open. Plus, 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 plus. I have a little bit of special play-by-play for you. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. they call that a tease in the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, good to have you back, Patrick. Good to be back. Uh, did you know we did two wrestling segments yesterday? Yeah, that's when uh, Maddie was saying. I know, obviously, Bruce Boudreaux. Big wrestling guy, and yeah. then Hulk Hogan saving a ch- uh, saving a teenage yeah. girl, and, and he was wearing his NWO yeah. shirt. Good for him. And Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes, I saw that. Want to do a cold tub? Stone Cold's follow on Instagram, the Broken Skull Ranch, is one of the best follows. Like his ranch. Here's the Broken Skull. He just broken Skull Ranch goes around. He's got his little kitty Poncho. He's got his puppies Moolah. Yeah. Like, it's did you great. hear that? Did you hear him going to a cold tub? Yeah, I saw that. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do a cold tub. I got a text. Only the sheriff knows if the jail people listen to the show. You're right. I should know that. I'm the sheriff. The jail. Here's another dose of the big show. The jail people? Yeah. Prisoners? <laughs> the jail people? People who are incarcerated? <laughs> jail people? Jail serious, by the way. You don't want to go there. Serious Oh, stuff. really? That's Seriously. a really good take. You're yeah. right. Wow, you're hottest yet. Stay out the clink. What? Look out, Dragon's Breath coming up next. No, but I told you, <laughs> I told you what my uh, what my biggest take of all time is, and I don't care if our bosses get mad. Uh huh. <laughs> like I don't care in today's climate. <laughs> like if you're offended by this take, you okay. can write a letter to our boss Art Factora after the show. Do you want to give his home address? Uh, we'll give you. I'll give you his phone number if he texts in. <laughs> if you're offended by this. <laughs> By this next take, I don't care. And you know what? I'll even say that Rogers Communications Inc. does not support this take I'm about to give you. Okay. This this feels like something I don't want to be a part of. But, like, I, again, I don't care because this is forever and ever and ever. I will be forever and ever anti-murder. I, am, I will never be a pro-murder person. Do not kill anybody else. I will always be anti-murder. You are such a fool. Anti-murder forever. Good. Don't tweet me. Don't text me. Yeah. Anti-murder I'm forever. I'm glad you take such a brave stance. Very strong yeah, stance. Unbelievable. Art Factora. I don't even know the area code in Vancouver. 604. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's do the Rose Report. Um, I wanted to play the cold tub, but Patrick shut that down with a fire blanket. You can still play it. No, it's fine. <laughs> I think we should play it. All right, you know what? You know how I love our 6 a.m. listeners? Yeah. Who are all anti-murder like me? Well, you don't like know if that. You but... mi- yeah, right, I don't know that. <laughs> if you missed Stone Cold Steve you Austin, he posted on his Instagram and says, uh, hey, I'm going to use a cold tub for therapy. 
If you missed the audio from yesterday because we played it towards the end of the show, here it is now before the break. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Steve coming to the Broke Skull Ranch. I got this, uh, I need therapy. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Steve coming to the Broken Skull Ranch. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Steve coming to the Broken Skull Ranch. Uh, about to do my first cold plunge and renew therapy. Uh, my shop says 43 degrees right now, so I'm sure the water is sub 50. I was going to start off at 50. It's going to be a little bit colder than that. And uh, we're going three minutes here. Once it gets on to 12 and five, four, three, two, down we go. And, and the next day, he went and accomplished the three minutes because oh, yeah. he's stone cold. Damn right. You can't keep stone probably cold, plow- Steve Austin. He plowed the driveway when his, after the snow fell Yep, and got in a cold tub. All right. Um, let's get to the break. Let's do the uh, Rose Report. Talk to Dennis Bernstein later on. And the Cobra will be in the uh, really warm studio today. Mm. It's George, anti-murder forever. <laughs> Matt, Patrick, GVP, Sportsnet 960, the fan. Ha! Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio in the afterglow of a Flames 3-2 overtime win last night. It's the big show, Russick and Rose Sportsnet 960, the fan. We'll talk to Dennis Bernstein coming up at 7.30 from the fourth period. Get his take on uh, why the LA Kings suck lately. Was the Pierre-Luc Dubois trade a mistake? And can the Vegas Golden Knights get healthy enough to make it to the playoffs? And then the Cobra will slither his way into the studio at 8 o'clock. Big Show Flames analyst, Mr. Brent Cron. And at 7 o'clock, maybe Flames fans can have it both ways. We'll do that. But right now, it's where Maddie's the star of the show. Get his out of my way. Big lights. It's on the marquee. Mm. It's time for the Rose Report, and it's brought to you by Motorworks. If you own a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and Blue. Matty Rose. Matty Rose. Oh, hey, friends. What's going on? Flames and Yodis yesterday, part of an eight-game schedule in the NHL. Just three games tonight will be a quiet Wednesday. The Raptors host Jimmy Butler and the Raps. Aussie Open rolls on. You know what we got, George? We got lots of stuff. I don't have Dickinson's clip loaded up, so I'm not going to play it. Flames and Coyotes yesterday. No Jonathan Huberdeau and no Jacob Markstrom. The Coyotes went 11-7. and Jonathan Huberdeau out with an illness, so Dylan Dubé got called up to the fourth line uh, from the fourth line, and Walker Dewar went in to replace him. Markstrom, lower body injury, day-to-day, but Dustin Wolf was recalled 
Markstrom left practice a bit early on Monday and Huska talked about that before the game. Yesterday, you know, we felt he would be really good to go and he just didn't respond as we had hoped over the course of the day and early this morning. So it's not a situation where we feel like we have to force him into playing games if he's not 100%. So we have um, two other really good goaltenders in the organization that make us comfortable not having to push your starter into, into a work when he probably isn't 100%. There you go. Uh, as for the game itself. <laughs> oh, both them flames. <laughs> yes, sir. Usually we break down the games period by period. Won't really be doing that today because the first 40, well, they were kind of polar opposites to the third. It was tight checking early on. Jordan Osterley joined the broadcast in the first intermission and told the guys, hey, when you play the same team five days apart, you know each other's systems, so you kind of know what to expect. As a result, we didn't see a whole ton of offense. You got to turn on your mic. There was that ugly cross-check to Connor Zary. <laughs> yes, there was the ugly cross-check to Connor Zary. That was later on in the first. Early on, early penalty. Dan Bladar on the PK. Back in the blue line to Jersey. And now top of the deer circle to Keller. Keller down low at centered. Schmaltz a one-timer. Terrific stop by Vladar. So that was early on. But then, like you mentioned, Michael Kesselring goes after Connor Zary. Ends up with a Flames power play. Pretty good opportunity. Comes Ruzhitska across the Coyotes line. He leaves the left wing side for Manchapani, who drops Anderson. Shoots off the goal post. Yeah, both chances in the first on special teams. Then in the second, bunch more specials. The best opportunity went to Arizona moments after they had killed off a Penalty to the Stetch Dog for interference. Now we've got a possible break. Here comes Cooley. Cooley shoots, and Vladar makes the save, and now another as he robs Zucker. Yeah, not bad. Some tidy work there from Dan Vladar. But then shortly after that, we did see our first goal. Here's Mosher to Schmaltz. Far side to Keller, who misses it. Jersey finds it, shoots, and scores. Sean Dersey with a wicked one-timer. 85.3 miles per hour. Mm bit of a knuckler off the glove and in some big hits late in the frame but no more offense at the break the coyotes were up one nothing that after 40 minutes of play yeah um if you want to look up what low event hockey means watch mm -hmm. the first two periods of that mm -hmm. game last night or don't or don't and it was a very sleepy atmosphere in the dome and it, it was kind of disappointing the first two periods because big important road trip for the flames get all these wins, get all these points, travel all those kilometers, and then you're first of six at home, you're like, mm, mm. Disappointing, but is it totally unexpected? Like, we know this type of thing happens when you get back sure. from a long road trip. Especially with success, got to get those legs back, get used to the crowd actually cheering for you. I don't know why it's hard to play yeah, the first game back from a road trip, six, but, it, yeah. but it is. And they have time reason. off, too. Yeah. Into the third. This is where things started to get interesting. First, they did give up another goal. Hannafin off to the box for Trippy and Coyotes did not score with the man advantage, but right after... Here's Keller. Rink wide. Kerfoot trying to give it back. The Keller finds Dursey instead. He centers. They score! Sean Dursey just puts the puck in front of the Flames net, and I think it bounced off of Logan Cooley. Clayton Keller makes two maybe three disgusting plays on he makes one on the entry he makes one cross seam pass and then the pass back to him he does a little tip pass with the heel of his stick behind him to Dursey which sets up the pass it goes off Logan Cooley and in two nothing at the 630 mark of period number three <laughs> these flames though never out of it now jump up it stood up by Coleman as Anderson centers it. Coleman scores! The Texas Tiger. Blake Coleman 
It's the 20 goal mark for the third time in his NHL career. Baby, when you're hot, oh, you're so hot. Smoking. On Rasmus Anderson again. We talked about it with Prawn. Mm. Just has that innate ability to pick his spots to know when to pinch. What a perfect time to pinch. Feeding Coleman, who just directs it right into the net. Bang, another goal for Blake Coleman. Another great play down low for Rasmus Anderson. What were you going to say, Patty? Oh, it's not a big deal. No. All I said was he's, uh, Coleman's on pace for 37. <laughs> not bad. Yep. For a 32-year-old? Yeah, it'd be for fine. For a year? Yeah, it'd be fine. Okay. Finally solved Connor Ingram. Then kept the pedal down. Calden right pulled by Cooley, but he gives it away to Kadri. Moves it rink wide to Pospisil. He goes wide on stature. Pospisil drops the shoulder. Centers Kadri. Scores! On a perfect pass from Martin Pospisil, Nazem Kadri drives the net and jams the puck in. The speed from Pospisil, the power to kind of put the shoulder down fight off Troy Stetcher, and then the one-handed pass to the slot where Kadri beats two yep. Coyotes players back to the crease and is able to shovel that one home. Two goals, a minute and three seconds apart. Tie game, some more hard collisions, no more goals. This game went to overtime. You called shootout when we were sitting there watching the game together in the second period, and I think it was still scoreless. Instead, well, I will say, it did look like we were going there. Yeah. But then in Arizona, too many men penalty, which Cadre was bad. Up and slide it up the near board. Sharon Govich hustles back to the blue line and holds it in. Sharon Govich into the near circle, shoots up the crossbar. No, it's in. They score. And the sea of red erupts. Holy smokes. What a shot by Sharky. Yegor Sharon Govich, the hero in overtime. Sharon! Mm-hmm. I'm about it. Got a good shot. Power play in overtime, automatic, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Now, I was thinking about this. Um, <laughs> well over 40%, I would say. Getting Probably ready, closer to 90%. Getting ready for work this morning, I was thinking about this. Uh-huh. You think the Devils have any regret? Ah. Eh. I don't know. The kid, the kid kills penalties. It's not yeah. like Toffoli's been bad for them, though. No. Like if Toffoli was having like a super down year, then obviously, right. yeah. But, but uh, again, all the negativity around the trade, because what was our first reaction? Maybe a tad underwhelming, because mm-hmm. we didn't know what Sharon Govich is. Yeah. But he's blossoming like uh, a beautiful Belarusian flower. <laughs> oh. Hmm. What? Is he not? Yeah, he is, I guess. And it's, then I'm like, hey, Devils, like, at this point, for all the Flames fans who hated the trade, who would you rather have moving forward? I'd rather Tyler Toffoli or I, Sharon Govich. With the direction of this team, I'd rather have Sharon Govich. Exactly. Watch the age. Yeah. Sharon He's Govich. What, eight years younger? Seven? Sharon Govich is, what, 25? Something 25, like yeah. yeah. He'll be 26 in June. And how old is Tyler? 31. Yeah, he's 31. Like He'll be 32 in April. There you go. Six years. One goal I mean, and Toffoli's three assists. still on pace for a 30-goal year, too. Really I mean, good player, yeah. but he's also playing with Jack Flippin' Hughes. Yeah, but for a guy and that... when he's not playing with Jack Hughes, it's... Yeah. That's, but I'm saying, but, like, you're never putting Tyler Toffoli on the PK. No, uh, no, not really. Did he, did he, didn't he kill penalties? Toffoli? No. No? Not last season. Hmm. No, it was they always had Backlund and he was like, well, he was always like the third guy, right? Like the Dubé pair, kind of. I thought Lindholm was on there a lot, too. 
No, well, he was no, not Achilles. It, well, it was always Backlund and Lindholm. Yeah. Coleman and Dubé. No, Dubé and Mangiapane were always the pair. I wonder what was it? It wasn't Toffoli. I thought he killed some penalties. Ah, it doesn't matter. But anyway, my point stands. It does. I'm a little, a little surprised, and maybe you know everybody rips on the Flames pro scouting, I don't saying, "Oh, they've made oh so many bad." I don't know. I guess that's the voice. They made so many bad deals. But watching what no, Sharon the Golich deals is aren't doing? bad. The pro scouting isn't the problem. It's maybe some more of the amateur scouting with some of the recent picks in the top 100 that haven't panned out. Now, the last few years have been very good, but there is a stretch there that was not ideal yeah, for the group as a whole. And again, like people always, people are so worried about first round picks. How many first round picks make it to the NHL? It's like, what, 10%? No, it's more than oh, that. Oh, it's bigger than that. It's more than that. For like a regular rounders. nowadays? No, it's more than that. I wonder what it is. We can find out. We can do some math in the break. Okay. Um, Blake Coleman on Yegor Sharangovich. Sharky, you know, he's he's hot. He's hot, too. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Flames went 3-2. Next game is Thursday when the Maple Leafs come to town for the second of this six-game homestand. Those Leafs were in Edmonton last night. Leafs led, but Leafs going to leave. Am I right? CeCe on the right point. His shot all just tipped wide. Out of the right wing corner, McLeod scores! Ryan McLeod steps out from behind the net and goes right upstairs. And the Oilers are up 3-2. Yeah, the Oilers scored three unanswered in period three. They turned a 2-1 deficit into a 4-2 victory, an 11th straight win for Edmonton. Ryan McLeod had two points in the third against his hometown Leafs, helping the Oilers win. Little pretty little bow. Uh-huh. First round picks, only 19% play at least 200 games in the NHL. Like overall? Yeah. For yeah, career. but what about like the last 10 years? Because no, no. everything is changing drastically. Like I would be fascinated to see what the last 10, 10 years, years are. Is? Yeah. How many guys have played like 200 at least? Because also the thing is, how many games did you play? Seven? Eight? Did you get the ELC going? That mm. type of thing. Jets and Islanders, Kyle Connor back. Mark Shifley to the injured reserve. Jets continue to push the envelope, though, yesterday, hosting the slumping Islanders, and one of the Jets got out of a slump for the game winner. Oh, where did I put this goal? There it is. Wrist shot through traffic. That's another stop made by Sorokin, and a rebound. They score! At the side of the net, Sorokin came off the post and it finds the stick of Mason Appleton, a little jam job. It's a big goal for Mason Appleton, his first in 26, and Winnipeg leads it 3-1. to one. Yeah, that is a long slum for Mr. Appleton. Snapped a 26-game goal drought going back to November. The Jets win it 4-1. to one. Can't be stopped. 4-2. 4-2. Still. Back still, in the call. Still can't be stopped. Patrick, are you, uh, I talked about it yesterday again. Sign me up for a Flames Jets first round series now. Yeah, that'd be fun. I think, I think, totally. No, he says it in the sense that he's not afraid of the Jets or of the Canucks. No. Ah. Still there. Not well, afraid at all. Right. I think he's more scarier teams in the West than those two. Well, Just well saying, for that's, sure. That's I think, not, for sure. I, I think, yeah, yeah, you go without saying. Obviously. Like, like Colorado scares you more. Vegas, once they're healthy, scares you a little bit more, mm-hmm. I think. But hey, man, like Dallas. Dallas, I think, you can throw in there as well. But, hey, the West is good. Senators led the Avalanche 4-3 after 40. But this team, they couldn't hold a hand, let alone a lead. Put up a nickel. Johansson holding down low. Gerard wants it in front. All the way up top. Malinsky. Scores! 
This one's going to count for Sam Alinsky. He had one taken back in the second period. Gerard teed him up. Alinsky threw it through traffic. But the Avalanche have climbed back in and again for the sixth straight game against Ottawa have put up a nickel. <laughs> I love how he says a that. A nickel. Put up a nickel. A nickel. Nickel. Connor McGay, he's the best. They beat the Senators 7-4. to four. And who do they have in net? Justice Anunin. Justice Anunin. <laughs> was the Avs goaltender? Uh, Senators yeah. suck, man. Like, oh, I they, they're they brutal. Like, they're terrible. supposed to be a team that we would talked about at the beginning of the year. Senators, Sabres, Red Wings. Out of those three, who's going to the playoffs? Probably the Senators. have got all this talent. Man, yep. they suck bad. New general manager. What's he going to do with the deadline? What's going on with the LA Kings? Played a good team in Dallas, but they were never really close in this one. Race the other way. Could have numbers. Right side, Craig Smith has a couple cutters. Fed to Dodonov out in front and scored. Gavrikov was tied up with Foxa. It banked off of him and into the net. On Dodonov's centering pass. Yeah, that made it 2-0. Kings lose 5-1 to the Dallas Stars. They beat the Hurricanes 5-2 on Monday, but since the holiday break, 2-5-4. Not good. Yikes. Not good at all. Well, Dennis Bernstein on at 7-30 going, what's up with the Kings? Yes, and ask about some of their recent moves that I think they would still like right now, but at the same time, some good players that have Former Kings playing in the NHL right now. Uh, other scores, Rangers over the Sharks 5-2. Capitals shut up the Ducks 2-0. Sharks and Blackhawks, they went to a shootout. Hold on, who did the Rangers beat yesterday if they didn't beat the Sharks? The Rangers beat the Kraken 5-2. They've oh. lost back-to-back games. And the Sharks and Blackhawks went to a shootout. The Hawks won it 2-1. to Today, just three games of Canadians and Devils battle at 5. You can watch it on Sportsnet West. Red Wings and Panthers also at 5. Then at 5.30, it's the Blackhawks and the Sabres. From the NBA. They had to win tonight? If that's, if that's the case, just let us know so we don't show up for the game. Just give them a win. I said we were going to have a Raptors recap, but the <laughs> problem is they play tonight. Yes. They didn't play yesterday. They host the Miami Heat tonight. This is a game you can actually watch on the Sportsnet television network. Sportsnet 1, 5.30 tip-off. Anything else from the association catch your eye, lads? Well, like Shams tweeted out yeah, that there's a Pascal, Pascal Siakam oh, yeah. deal. By the way, forgot about that. Uh, three first, Bruce Brown Jr. and more salary to Toronto, and then Indiana would take Pascal. Uh, hell yeah. I mean, just keep re- replenishing the cupboards there in Toronto uh, if that trade gets done. Yeah, so he tweeted that 12 hours ago. You can go read his story at theathletic.com. Um, but yeah, Siakam's a guy that I think a lot of Raptors fans thought was going to be on the move this year, especially after they moved OG Ananobi. Um, GVP, a thought? Uh, like Patrick said, you got to kind of replenish what you got in the coverage there. It's kind of like the OKC method. Yep. Just, you know, stock picks and then build for the future. Hmm. Sam Presti knows how to do things down there. But that, that was not fair tonight. <laughs> <laughs> George, what are your favorite three storylines of the Australian Open that don't include Novak Djokovic? Um, do you have a do you have the didgeridoo? Oh, oh, oh yeah, well, I forgot we're doing the didgeridoo. Hold on, give me one second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there it is. Sorry about that. I do, I do a not bad didgeridoo. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not great, but it's not good. Ah, uh, there's no Canadians left at the Australian Open in the singles. None. Draw. 
Layla and This Elite. has been a bit of a theme lately. Yeah. Eh? Canada, they, they either are out in the first round or like by the third. Right now, Canada, Felix. Stinky and Tennis. Oh. He, Felix is our <laughs> last hope. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Felix won. Sorry. He, he yeah. plays tonight against uh, Hugo Granier of Ugo. France. Hugo. Sorry, Layla and Elena Fernandez. There's no Canadians left on the ladies' side. That's what you meant. That's yes. what you meant. Uh, she lost to American Alicia Park, 7564. A couple upsets on the uh, ladies' side. Owns Jabour. Oh. The sixth seed is out. Marie Sachary's in some trouble right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, Caroline Wozniacki, who's back playing, lost in three sets. Oh. She got bounced already. And Novak, Novak Djokovic. No, won. I said. <laughs> Darn, he, he always beat, gets he those in. Australian eh? popper in, in four sets. Suck it, Australia. Nice. Um, <laughs> they should try to throw him in jail again. I like he's a criminal. I like <laughs> when you do the tennis stuff because then I don't have to butcher their names. Okay. Do you want me to talk about how they treated Novak Djokovic like no, a criminal? I don't. No, but okay. I do have something you're gonna like. Okay. Uh, what was the minor hockey call that we had earlier this season? That was very hilarious. Oh, the MJHL one. The yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's good. He's good. Yeah. Oh, he probably has it. Yeah, I still have that one as well. Okay, but I have more <laughs> local play-by-play for you. Okay, <laughs> this gentleman. Um, doesn't get excited about a goal or anything like that, but a puck goes over the glass. Oh. Gets a little near the broadcast booth. Okay. Let's have a listen. The rush. Holds it back there, and now Murphy. Murphy throws the pass across. (laughs) And that puck's going to go out of play here, and uh, that's going to do it for that sequence right there. 9.25. I apologize if I just... uh, I uh, just damaged your eardrums there. Just it went right over the mesh, right over my head. So uh, <laughs> I just I apologize for that. I'm sorry. Everyone, a uh, pe- few people look at me. I'm fine. Just I'm fine. Just <laughs> fine. I'm fine. Wait, oh it didn't god. hit him. Just, no. I apologize for that one right there. And just over saying, oh my head. god, I shouldn't be saying that. I'm sorry. Just okay. So I'm just trying to catch my breath here. Uh, just okay. Just all right. As we're back to this thing. Okay, hold on. Okay, is that okay? Cool. We, first of all, we got to play that again. <laughs> and second of all, okay, there's three things. Number one, like he didn't, he didn't get hit. Nope. Number two is reaction. Yep. Like you do not want to be beside this guy in any sort of emergency like a situation. Crawled on his hand. And number three, after he does said incident, he spirals. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. He He's spiraling. S- Right down the yeah. toilet bowl. All right, play it again. All right, here we go. The rush. Holds it back there, and now Murphy. Murphy throws the pass across. <laughs> and that puck's going to go out of play here, and uh, that's going to do it for that sequence right there. 9.25. I apologize if I just uh, I just damaged your eardrums there. Just It went right over the mesh, right over my head. So uh, I just I apologize for that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Everyone's a uh, few people look at me. I'm fine. Just I'm fine. Just <laughs> oh my god, as I apologize for that one right there and for saying oh my god, I shouldn't be saying that. I'm sorry. Just okay. So I'm just trying to catch my breath here. Uh, just okay. Just all right. As we're back to this thing. What Lee? Where's that from? I think it's in I, Nova I Scotia. It out. I think it's Nova Scotia. I sent Patty the video yeah. so he can try and because one of the teams is out. Sydney. And there's like a lighthouse in the score bug. And the other one is Max. So I'm assuming this is a Nova Scotia tournament thing. Oh my no. goodness. Yeah. You gotta play that for Brent Cron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you want to sometimes uh, just don't look at me, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, don't compound the problem. <laughs> just let it go. Hey, sorry, Everyone, I just uh, the puck almost hit me in the mush. Yeah, back to the game. He's like, Everyone, oh my god. Uh, 
Everyone, a uh, few people look at me. I'm fine. Just, I'm fine. Just fine. I'm fine. That guy seems like a real blast at parties. Okay, I'm just trying to catch my breath here. Just, okay, just all right. As we're back to this thing. Like when you said a puck, I thought it hit him. <laughs> no, bro. Like, ah. Like, okay, well, like I can get bad. it. Yeah, I'm like he's like... bleeding. It's just like when John Sterling got hit. Oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh it really hit me. And yeah. <laughs> that hit me. <laughs> Ow. Can you find the John Sterling yeah. audio? <laughs> like, like, listen to how a pro handles it. Ow. <laughs> not like this guy who's Panic City. Like, I, I would not want to be sitting beside that guy if there's turbulence in an airplane. No, no, definitely. That guy would be flipping out. Yeah, he would like, be. Like, when you hear John Sterling take it in the bean, he handles it like a pro. Ow. And then he <laughs> continues to call the game in his John Sterling-like voice. Do you have it? Now the 3-2 swung on a pop foul back here. Ow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, that it really hit me. I didn't know it was coming back. That yeah, this Yankees radio announcer might be confused. <laughs> Ow. 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 It really hit me. really hit me. Swung on a pop foul back here. Ow. <laughs> yeah, and it hits him right off the face. Ow. 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 I love that he doesn't curse. I'd be like a sailor. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the? Whoa, what Son the? Son of a... Mother... <laughs> but not like panic Phil over here. The puck doesn't even hit him. Everyone, a uh, few people look at me. I'm fine. Just, I'm fine. Just. <laughs> like it doesn't hit him. No, it's not even close. <laughs> How does he have time to yell while the puck is going through the air like that, too? The pass across. <laughs> oh my goodness. And that puck's going to go out of play here, and uh, that's going to do it for that sequence right there. 925 left. I apologize if I just. Uh... <sighs> Too much fun on this show. <laughs> and good night, and good luck to you, sir. The Rose Report is brought to you by Motorworks. If you own a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. Straight ahead. A nickel. Uh, maybe Flames fans could have it both ways. We'll do that and talk to Dennis Bernstein at 7 o'clock, 7.30. And uh, the Cobra, Big Show Flames analyst, Mr. Brinkron, in studio, 8 o'clock. Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. <laughs>